Blog Talk Radio. Hello, goddesses. Welcome to another edition of Awaken the Goddess Within. And of course, this is Psychic Wednesday. We do have Elizabeth Harbin in with us today. Um, and while we wait for her to call in, because I'm still kind of waiting for her to call in, she was finishing up some things before she got on the show with me. I wanted to first make an announcement for next week's show. Obviously, we'll have Lynette Duncan back on air with us for Astrology Hour. Be sure to tune in. There's a lot of things happening, as always, in the universe around us and all the in the universe within us. And the energies, oh, man, the energies. I'm sure you all know there's a lot of things happening. You can feel it. Um, and I intuitively am picking up on just an intense shift, um, a, a shift that I would describe only as feeling as if you're in a parallel universe and you're able to look at even other people, even parts of um, your home, parts of you know things that you're that you need to move out of your space, or pe- people that you're in relationships with of some sort that just aren't aligning with your energy anymore, or maybe they're just making a different choice uh, to stay in more of a 3D space a lower energy space, and it's almost as if you're in a parallel universe looking at them, Um, and this isn't a judgment space. I'm not saying, you know, when you're in a higher energy, you're better than. That's not what it's about. It's You're not in a higher energy if you consider yourself better than someone else. We're we're all connected, but it is this interesting dynamic that you're suddenly you're in this space where you no longer feel... um, you no longer feel this, I guess, connection that you had before. Any energies that don't align with you, if you had an intense pull in the past to try to reconcile or to try to work things out, uh, it almost feels as if that's just gone, like this uh, initially this idea that you still had a strong connection with and that's just gone. It's this very strange experience. Um, And I've experienced it myself recently it's been happening for a while. It's happening with even jewelry. It's it's interesting. And I read a little bit a, a little bit about it with some ascension topics. Uh, I was actually looking up ascension symptoms, which are all over the internet, and I've seen numerous articles listing these and discussing them. But this specific um, article that I chose, which you know I will post that. Um, on the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash girlpowerhalfhour. I'll post that on there uh, because it was really good, and it also included a link for a podcast and talked about that. It talked about, you know, even this idea that you just really won't even feel the need or sense to wear some of the jewelry that was at one time felt really necessary or felt really good for you. It doesn't align anymore. It's very interesting too, right? But, I mean, everything's energy, so jewelry too it's all energy and if it's not aligning or if it's from a lower energy space or if it just used to connect with you and you're now evolved into a new a new being and your 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 power your goddess is now out uh, it just no longer aligns and so you just you know pass it on to someone else or release it somehow Um, it's just interesting energy and then uh, finding the same thing with uh, I went to the mall oh I mean Really? Why? Um, I went to the mall recently, and I don't ever do this, but I have a stepdaughter, and so uh, her father and I, uh, my my beloved, my twin flame and I, we took her to the mall uh, because kids like that. And they, we, we actually went for a reason. It wasn't just to roam around. Uh, we were actually specifically finding a dress 
for her. And I, you know, always say my protection going into a space with that many collective energies, but man, it just wasn't working. (laughs) And I don't know, it was just the power of the energies, but when I was reading this article that I mentioned uh, and actually listened to the podcast that was linked to it, the woman specifically said, and I think the podcast is Ascension 360. I'm pretty sure it's on iTunes, so there's a plug. Um, But the woman specifically said that, these energies are so intense right now because the veil is so thin. You can feel not only, obviously, everything on the quote-unquote other side, but also everyone here, right here with us on this planet, you can feel everything so intensely. So if you're an empath, it's like times a thousand right now. It's turbo, amped up, it's on overdrive. And so be sure that, yes, you're speaking your protection as always. And, in fact, I know that Elizabeth uh, and I are going to talk about this a little bit today. But also make sure that you're just avoiding avoiding the, the unnecessary um, gatherings that really don't make you comfortable. Now, I'm not saying avoid people. If you work with people and you're a light for them, well, by all means be a light. But what I'm saying is if, if there's a space that you have been going to that just really doesn't resonate with you, don't put yourself in that. Because remember, we're in a space now, 5D is about unconditional love for yourself and others. So you know, protect yourself and remember that you have to love yourself first. You're no good to anybody if you're not taking care of you. And so it's not self-care if you put yourself in a space that drains you and it's unnecessary. The other way to do this, if you have to be somewhere, and by have to, I mean, you are, you have chosen to be a light in a space of lower energy, um, but you're, you know, aware, obviously there's no codependency in that. Remember, we can't change people. There's still free will. 5D doesn't change that. But in in that sense, if you have to be somewhere, I was told, utilize, now for me it would be my goddess energy, my divine feminine, Um, you know, for males it would be your masculine energy, pull in your masculine, divine masculine energy, and really walk with that sense of Neo in the matrix of, you know, I'm, I'm in a cloak of invisibility, I'm employing Fox Medicine, I'm unseen, undetected, unharmed by darkness, and I'm walking through this space just unseen and I'm a light and the only thing that anybody can see is light and that's it and I'm not picking up anybody else's energy we really have to get more powerful with our intentions so I'm putting that out there and just letting you all know there is a lot of energy shifting and I'm feeling it I know you're feeling it too if you have any questions about it call in this is a call-in show remember Elizabeth's about to be on with us right now in fact I'm pulling her in now so Elizabeth if you're scattering papers stop Um, so the call in number is 646-668 Four six 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 eight eight three two seven. Um, I'm going to say that again. Call in number six four six six eight six. Let me start over. Why can't I talk today? I don't know. Six four six 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 eight eight three two seven. That's our call in number. We have two callers on right now, but I want to go ahead and say hello to Elizabeth and let her give us any information she has. I know that she has talked about protection before. I know she was listening in while I was talking. So if there's anything you want to add, Elizabeth, go for it. Well, not really. Um, I, I guess uh, the main thing, and excuse, excuse the voice for today, um, the main thing is I just, gosh, you know, I just cannot stress the protection aspect enough. I just really cannot. And um, 
another case in point, I went to bless a building on Wednesday. And um, one of my uh, co-creators and I have come up with a creation to help get rid of negative energy. It's a powder form, and we sprinkle it on the outside of the building. In other words, we clean the inside first, and then you clean the outside so that it is protected so that that negative energy may not and shall not return. And it was really wind, it was really windy, and um, sometimes without trying to draw attention to ourselves, we are actually in a black automobile. <laughs> it's like the men in black, <laughs> or it's the women in black. And so I had it on my side. I was on the passenger side, and I'm, I'm shaking it like you would a pizza um, shaker, you know, with the peppers, how you sprinkle it with yeah. that uh, shaker. So obviously the holes are bigger. So I was doing that, and I had just a faint gust hit that, and it just kind of came back on me. And I'm just thinking, oh, my gosh, I'm so glad it didn't go in my mouth, you know. So we're driving around, and we finish it and everything. And by the time I got home, now that was Wednesday, by the time I got home, I think my fever was at 101. Oh, my gosh. So it happened that quick. And then I had the most horrible headache. You know how you were talking today about having these uh, migraines and headaches and stuff? Yeah. I just don't have that. That's not my nature. It's other stuff. And my Mm -hmm. sinuses were just, oh, my gosh. They were just like all the rage. And then it went through the weekend. And finally, sometime during the weekend, I guess it was, um, excuse me, I think it was Sunday that I actually, the fever had broken and I had been taking different things to to assist and help and those kinds of things. And it wasn't until yesterday that I actually started doing readings again because it was just like, this is not happening. So the universe is saying, yes, obviously you need to be protected. I guarantee you next time I will have a mask on my face. And the other thing Mm -hmm. is, is that I, I realized that I was tired. I've been on the go since my mom passed. Even when I was on vacation, mm. we were going and doing and all kinds of stuff. So um, forgive me, I'm having to do cough drop routines now. So anyway, I cannot stress it enough. Um, and, yes, the veil is getting thinner, and obviously we're getting closer to that magic day of Halloween, October 31st. So the veil is also it's just then to begin with, and with that, that's just telling you that um, you need to be protected. Right. There's a lot of smoke Absolutely. in here, so I'm not sure who's I'm not sure who's here, but there's a lot of smoke here, so, um, so we'll maybe we should callers. get started. Yeah, yeah, let's do yeah, that. We've got a couple of callers lined up, so maybe this is about them. So I'm going to start with the one who's been on hold the longest here, caller four six two zero. You're on the air with Elizabeth. Do you have a question? Hello. Yes, you're, all your stuff is resonating with me because about, you know, people coming back and forth, and I was listening to it. I was like, oh, my God, yes. that's just me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no. No, no. That's actually not me. It's a guy that I was dating. So everything you said was, was literally him. I was like, man, they're like, how do they know that? Yeah. Well, wonderful. I'm glad it resonated for you. 
Absolutely. The whole thing resonated. I'm like, man, if I could only tell them, it just like it, it, it like hit the nail on the head. I was like, that's crazy. So, <laughs> yeah, so are you ready? I'm very much an empath myself, and I and every once in a while I pick up his nervous energy, and I can't. I'm like, I the white light. I try, and I end up taking some anxiety, some some Xanax, because I just can't get rid of it. <laughs> Oh, well, let me, let me mention something about Xanax, if you don't mind. Go ahead. Um, please don't get on Xanax. If you need something to kind of take that edge off to help you, um, there's something that um, I recommend highly. Uh, of course, check with your doctor to make sure that it is appropriate for your system. But one of the things that I take is called 5, the number 5, H-T-P. And it's over-the-counter. It's actually sold at Walmart. So, I mean, it's there. And it will help take that edge off so that you can get back to that place that you need to be. And the other thing that you can do, yes, the happy place. Because once you start doing something like a Xanax, what's going to happen is it's going to work, and then it's going to be shorter, and the periods will get shorter. The reason I know this is because my mom was on Xanax, and it was the, it was worse than um, her trying to get off something that was the equivalent of uh, cocaine. That's what they say, and it was ugly. So I don't want anyone to, if they cannot at, at all possible, please let's let's look at, at some alternatives first. I am aware that more people are on edge, and I am aware that more people are beginning to experience other things. And it's not them. It is literally other people. Yeah. The other che- Yeah. The other technique I'd like for you to try is when those thoughts come up, I want you to just stop and count from five backwards and just go five, four, three, two, one. Let that moment just stop. Get back into your space. And then continue. So every time you have a, you know, one of the things that's happening is you're getting psychic hits. If you are really Mm -hmm. connected to someone and all of a sudden you withdraw your energy, they are frantic. Oh, my God, where's the link? Where's the hookup? Oh, my God, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Well, if you pulled it back, you're going to get those psychic hits. Or that's what it's like to me. It's like a psychic hit. It's like a pain. When you're checking on yeah. someone, you send out that psychic hit, and it goes ping, it comes right back to you. You go, okay, you know, they're, they're good. It also works yeah. reverse. Somebody's connected to you, you pull back, and then they're sending out that psychic ping, and they don't get a sound. So what do they do? They continuously send it over and over and over. So what you're doing is you're blocking yep. that from coming in. So anytime you feel like that's happened, stop, count five to one, and then continue on. But if at all possible, please, please find oh, an I, alternative. I go to the gym. I go to the gym Excellent. and I work it out. Uh, that's how we, I mean, Excellent. I stress at the gym. And the other day when I picked up his energy, I just did something else and it was gone. So, you know, it everything gets better, but... It, let, let me jump in and say this, too, because Elizabeth has jumped on a few things, and I want to say this for you because this will be helpful. One, let me reiterate what Elizabeth said. First of all, um, Xanax is a benzodiazepine, and what I'm saying by that is that specific drug category, benzodiazepine, the withdrawal symptoms can kill you. 
So literally, if you get hooked on Xanax and you try to get off by yourself, it has to be medically supervised. That's how quickly your body takes it and uses it, and then it stops figuring out how to self-soothe. You stop having the ability mm-hmm. to calm yourself down. It's like it becomes a need. Mm-hmm. And that, that is a dangerous setup. So, yes, I agree with Elizabeth on that. But also, the energetic, the energetic pings that she's talking about and the one that you're recognizing, that's what we call a cord. Have you ever done a cord cutting? Um, I've done, I've done a, like a resurge, like, you know, um, like, a, mm-hmm. like a smudge stick. So, and I try to just separate the energy from there. I've done that, but I don't know what, I've never done okay. the cord thing. Okay, well, a cord cutting is more of like an energetic cord cutting that you can do by, we, I always use, I call an Archangel Michael. Um, so I would ask that you, in fact, I'll post this on our, our Facebook page. Um, it's facebook.com okay. backslash girl power half hour. You can check it there, but, but it's, if you just go on and look up, um, energetic cord cutting with Archangel Michael, if you just Google that, you should be able to find one. Um, there, there is one that's particular. I, I like in particular, um, that comes up for me. I think her name is Nikki Broach. I'm going to look it up and see, but I think that's who it is. Um, but what you do is you just basically, she'll, she gives you in this article a way to, like kind of a script of what you need to say to help cut the cord and get your energy back, to take your energy back and send his energy back to him. And this is all sent with love. This isn't like, you know, out of oh, right, vengeance right. or hate or anything. It's all sent no. back with love. And so um, – this is something that you can do as soon as you get off the air here. And it is very powerful. Now, every time a thought of him comes back in, you have to cut cords again because that's him trying to, like Elizabeth said, relink. That's him like throwing mm-hmm. a fishing line out, trying to catch you again. And so it's important for you to cut it every single time that you think of him because that is, like she said, him trying to record you. I'm trying to come back in. It's not necessarily intentional. Yes, there are some people that know they can do it. I doubt this person does. But the energy is powerful. We all have it. So that just tells mm-hmm. you how powerful it is. You know, our thoughts are very powerful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if he's thinking about you and trying to wonder why I haven't heard from you, what's going on, well, that's sending out, like she said, this, this fishing line trying to catch you. So you just need to cut that cord and then cut it every time it comes in. And then eventually, you know, and as, as, as Elizabeth always says, just block it. You know, just put up a, a shield, basically. Like, at this point, these cords are cut. Now shield me so that nothing can be recorded. And then if you think of them again, you cut it again and shield again. But it's just important to realize you have the power over this. You have that power. No one has power over you unless you give it to them. So let's not let his energy be so powerful that he's got you hooked on Xanax. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, no, I'm not hooked on it. I was just, you know, every once in a while, I, I, I took it like twice. I mean, it's not like I take it every day, you know, and I, you know, I just took it like twice. And um, that was like, that was a couple of weeks ago. So I'm fine now. But, you know, because the energy, yeah. I took back my power. I, you know, so we we were we were supposed to move in together. And short version is he went back to his ex-wife because he has a child together. And apparently the kid is devastated that they got divorced in the first place. So even though it was over two years ago. And so he left and went back to her and did some things he shouldn't have done. And I kind of sort of gave him a choice. I was, you know, and I said, you know what? I, and at the end of the day, I choose me. I sent a Dear John letter. I said, you know what? I choose me because you don't get a choice anymore because what you did was, was not good. So, but, you know, it's, I, I believe that, you know, maybe he'll come back as a better person. He may or may not, but 
we're always going to be connected somehow because energetically we are. But, you know, that's what I'm saying. You know, you've got to take your power back. You have to know what you're worth. Oh, that's brilliant. Absolutely. Yes. What is your worth? What do you value exactly. yourself as? Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. You have to know your worth. You have to stand in your own truth and know what you're worth. Because otherwise, someone's going to keep walking all over you. Because the old me would have been like, oh, okay, you can come back, do what you want to do. Like, you know, you know what? No, not this time. So, you know what? You go and figure out what you want to do. You come back, you come back. You know, they all come back. But you know, some people come back differently. Some people come change. Some come back the same way. They don't go backwards. But, you know, we'll see. Because I took well, I my power. So. I kind of get the feeling that someone new is going to be coming for you, so don't go back to dirty laundry. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah, he has some issues. I mean, there and it's not changing, and there he well, there's there's a lot of issues. There's a lot of baggage with that individual, and everywhere yeah. he goes, he he loads up and he brings his baggage with him, expecting other people to do their his laundry. And the right. truth of it is, is that you are changing so fast and so quickly that you are no longer doing other people's laundry. So the idea of them coming back, yeah, maybe so, but are you going to yeah. really want that? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Why? Because yeah. that's low energy, and that's not you, girl. No. That mm-hmm. is not you. Mm-mm. And the energy is going to get more powerful. It's going to get stronger. And what's going to happen is you're getting out of that low vibration. You're getting up into the higher vibration. And that's where your connection is going to be is in that higher vibration. And one day you'll go back and you'll look at this and say, you know what? That was the greatest teacher I ever had. Thank you so much. Because look where I am and look who I have now. Right. I told him that. (laughs) Good for you. 2019 is really going to be a good year for you. So just get ready. Okay. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. So you're doing your work now. Do your work now, which obviously is what you're doing. But 2019, that's really when you're going to be doing your shining, and you're going to send out that signal, and that other person is going to see that signal and recognize it and come to you. You get back what you put out. Universe Absolutely. That's right. And this is an individual who does not have baggage. So you don't have to do laundry. Right. right. Yay, no more laundry. Yay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm off of that. Yeah. No more laundry. Yay. Well, I, my, my mom's a psychic. I was, well, she was, uh, I was adopted, so my birth mother's a psychic. And so I have, not only an empath sometimes, but I very, I can hear things and I can see things. And visions of always come in my head. And so I, you know, I, I can read myself. I can't read other people. It's kind of ironic. But wow, we'll see. I was said I'm I'm going on this journey. I'm trying out for a TV show. I'm going to go to New York City in November. I said this guy is always going to come from this journey. You know, it'll be ones in between there, but that's where the guy's been going to come from. Either at the airplane, the airport, in line, convention, whatever. That's where he's going to come from. I'll just I'll, I'll it won't even it just happen. But that's what I've been saying for the last wow. seven years. So yeah, what I'm trying out for American Top. Yeah. Wow. That is yeah. awesome. That is I find music. Awesome. I find music in sign language. Yeah, I can't sing, so I sing with my hands. So I, I perform music in sign language. So that's my gift to the universe for people who Aww. can enjoy music who can't hear it. That's a beautiful Oh, my gift. gosh. 
oh, wow, you know, with this energy that's coming in, oh, my gosh, does that not make sense or what? Oh, man, that just Mm -hmm. makes so much sense. Because the energy that's coming in has got to get to those who cannot hear. Right, right. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That whole YouTube channel. Yes. Your gift is just exploding on the scene. Well, no wonder it's so powerful. Yeah, yeah. I have visions of me actually on the stage having a conversation with Simon Cowell. It hasn't happened yet, but my visions every year get stronger and stronger. So I know I'm on the right path because when the universe gives you a sign, you have to pay attention. Because last year I went to New York City, I went to Florida, and literally there's two cars right next to each other with the same license plate. I mean, that's not a coincidence. Oh, geez. Wow. (laughs) That is so wild. That is so wild. Well, one of the reasons I didn't go to downtown this this weekend was because American Idol, they had their bus at downtown. It was, oh, oh no, I, I don't think so. I mean, it was like no, no. five minutes away. It was like, oh, no, no, I don't think so. That place is going to be just crazy. So yeah. I understand that it's closer than we think. So that is awesome. That is fantastic. And just keep keep that positiveness going, girl. You got it. If you watch America's yeah, Got Talent, you know, I'm going to be on next season. So you just have to keep putting it out there in the universe and keep getting the signs. When the signs stop, you know your journey stops. And my signs are going every day. I see a sign every day. So it's not stopping. But you have to pay attention. We'll see. Uh, there you go. 2019, that's her year. Told you. And when you get rich and famous, don't you forget us, okay? I mean, oh, I you have to call won't. us back. <laughs> You need to call us back and let us know. Say, yeah, I remember when I talked to y'all back in 2018. Uh Uh-huh. That's right. That's right. Yes. That's amazing. Well, let me just just go ahead and say congratulations ahead of time. Congratulations. You're welcome. You're welcome. We know someone famous. We know someone famous. (laughs) Absolutely. And just so you know, I did already post on the Girl Power Hour page. Um, that awesome. link for you, so you can go there. Okay. Um, Girl Power Hour, uh, you know, on Facebook. So it's facebook.com okay. backslash Girl Power Half Hour. Okay. And you can go there and find that link I was talking about. But yes, I will. You know, I I'll send you a link to my I video too. You can watch. Yes, please post it. We would love I will, that. I, will do I that. love your energy and the fact that you already know all of this. So anybody else that's listening right now and all these callers that are lined up, I hope you're hearing this. This is exactly how you do it. This is how you manifest. Right here, what she's doing, and, she's and got make a vision it. board. She's a master. Yes. Oh yeah, a vision, vision board. board. Absolutely. Yeah. When I come back from all my auditions, everything that on my trips, all my um, stickers and my numbers are all on my vision board. So, kind of manifest well, it. That's brilliant. That's brilliant. Yeah. Oh, I know I should be on your it, show. I should be a psychic myself, but I, I can't. <laughs> I can only do myself. <laughs> I don't know. I think you would be surprised. I think you would really be surprised at what you would come up with. I mean, seriously. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Sometimes I scare myself. But it's a good oh, scare. <laughs> it's a good scare, though, right? It yeah. is. Yes, I love it. I can't change who I am. This is me, and I just embrace it now. That's oh, beautiful. Well, I, I would say, yeah, yeah. You You definitely have a hold on it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Thank All you right. so much for calling. You've Thank you. you. We'll keep in touch. Us. Beautiful thing. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm good. I'm glad. I'll listen <laughs> to the rest of the show. <laughs> yes, please do. All right. Thanks so much. Okay. You're welcome. 
All right, so we have another call lined up, and I want to go ahead and get to this person so we don't have people holding for 40 minutes like we did last week. Um, caller 0514, you're now on the air with Elizabeth. Do you have a question? Oh, hi, you guys. Hey, that last Hello? caller, I absolutely love her. Can you hear me? Oh, yeah. hold on. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> we hear you. Can you hear me? I'm so sorry. I had my Bluetooth no, no, incorrectly. No. Uh, <laughs> hi, everybody. Um, <laughs> that last caller, oh, I love her. And uh, no more laundry. She needs to no more. hashtag yeah. that and get all over that. And I wish her a lot of luck. Mm-hmm. And um, I hope Absolutely. you feel well soon, by the way, um, Elizabeth. You know, oh, get well you. soon, please. Thank you. Thank um, you. Tosh, I love you. As you know, um, yeah, you're you too. speaking of the the empath thing is, you know, okay. I, I finally got to recognize that that is what is uh, quotations in air wrong with me, you know? Like, why it's what's right do I you. suck up all this negative energy? What do I... Because I do work in customer service because I'm good at it and I make other people come around, you know. So you get that one, but you have 48 that were horrible, you know. So I come home drained at the end of the day and I'm very emotional and exhausted and this and that. And I've been listening, you know, to your shows, of course, and, um, you know, just trying to embrace every positive aspect that can possibly happen for a person like me that is constantly taking, you know, crap, basically for a living type of thing. So I began um, writing, and I I really feel kind of an energy come off of me like when I can release every kind of uh, writing and I read a book about how you go about writing a novel and it's in these steps and you um, take your life and you start at birth and just go throughout the years Um, I guess my question is I have a very, I I have an identic memory of many things through my life. Um, I was a pretty smart kid. I don't know what the hell happened to me. But I used to absolutely pick up everything. So as I'm writing everything, about three years, three, four years old, I'm, uh, you know, journaling, journaling four years old, five years old, it came to the um, second grade year, which I guess is around, because um, my family bounced around. I moved constantly, um, you know, a lot of turmoil and this and that. Suddenly, uh, I went from first grade to third grade. Second grade is absolutely absent from my mind and I'm kind of freaked out about it because that is when my real mother 
um, for lack of a better term, you know, she abandoned us, uh, my father and I, when I was real, you know, just a, a baby. She was like, oh, this isn't for me. And she was just a kid herself. And um, that's when she reentered my life. And I'm kind of curious um, if, you know, it. how is it that all of a sudden I don't remember anything about a, a year and a half gap of my life slash I started pulling my eyelashes out at that time. Have you ever heard of such a thing or does that make, was, you know, was something shady going on or, or do you see anything? And Well, let me jump in really quickly and say this before Elizabeth gets, because I'm sure Elizabeth's getting information, but I'm going to jump in and say, if you're asking if I've ever heard of that, if we've ever heard of that situation where somebody can kind of block uh, memories, absolutely. And what you're talking about with regard to pulling hair out, that's called the the actual clinical term for that is trichotillomania. And that's actually a reaction to anxiety. Um, high, it's just an, it's just a form of anxiety disorder. It's a, it's a way of dealing with anxiety. And a lot of times, um, yes, this is in line with like a PTSD response. That doesn't necessarily mean that anything happened, but that is certainly something I have heard of. Yes. And so I'll let Elizabeth answer anything that she's hearing for you. Well, why is that? Go ahead. Oh, all I was going to say is I, some days when I'm extra stressed, I will walk in the house, you know, peel off my clothes, put on my play clothes, what have you, and I begin, like, tweezing. It's very intense for me, and I don't understand. And then I started realizing, oh, yeah, I used to pull on my eyelashes. And that went on through, like, most of my life. So I never understood why... um, my dad married a monster, so I I happily claimed her step monster. She said that lice had broke out at my school, and that's why I was neurotic about. But I don't think that's true. So I was just wondering if you had insight. Well, usually, <laughs> or, usually. Usually when people are doing something to their eyes or to their face or um, sometimes people chew their tongue, they chew the inside of their mouth. I mean, it's just there's something along those lines. It's usually something that they do not want to see, especially if you're talking about your eyelashes. So your eyes are closed. You don't want to see it. It hurts. It's visual. And apparently you're a very visual individual anyway. So when you see things, it makes it even more intense than if you just heard it. Um, there's, there's, there are reasons why people do not remember things. Um, there's gaps in a lot of people's lives when they're going through something very traumatic. One of the things that you really want to be careful with is not to force it. If right. you feel the need to get to someone who is a professional who can help you talk through it, get to a place, a safe place with an individual who is a professional who can help you with that, something else, uh, 
But journaling is a way of getting rid of clutter and garbage and stuff that is literally in our unconscious that we're trying to remove. And I would have to agree with Tasha. There is the element of PTSD. And PTSD, people, is not just a veteran, a warrior Oh my God! Condition. No, it is. It happens. It happens to all of us. I've had it. Tasha's had it. We've all had it. I mean, we did not know it mm. at the time. Now we do. Now we know what it is. And once you claim it, and you can name it, then you can deal with it and and seek proper um, attention to that particular yeah. thing. Now, what I do know is this: I know, without question, that. There is a book inside of you, and there's probably multiple books because it isn't just one that comes to mind. It's multiple books. The, you're right. The, you know. <laughs> the, the idea that you're working in customer service is really to help you with your characters. These are the people who will be in your books. So when you have a character that comes up to you, let's say he's a real asshole or she's a real asshole. Let's just be real. Okay. So I was oh, in customer service. Girl. I know. Oh, geez. So you have these people and sometimes you just have to go home and write about them because it's like, you're just not going to believe how blah, 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 or whatever. And this one, blah, yes. blah, blah. First of all, what you're doing is you're getting rid of that energy. You're putting it on paper, but you're also going to use it your book okay so I like that character we're going to write this one down we're going to put this over to the side so what you're doing is you're gathering your information but you're experiencing it in real life so that when you write your book it comes from your soul this is about your soul project it's about helping other people as well so you're you are taking the brunt let's be realistic you really take a lot of garbage now that's no joke and one of the things you're going to have to learn to do is to not do the laundry yourself. Leave it outside. Do not bring it home with you. Write what you Oof. need to. Get your characters and put them in that book. But lock that face up so that those characters do not come to visit you until you're ready to discuss them <laughs> in the shit, book. They all live with me. I only have a good <laughs> <laughs> it's like there's no more room at the end, people. You know, get out. Jesus. And it happens. Get out of my bed, Clyde. You're disgusting. You know. Yeah, there you go. So no, when I, you I look love at it, comical, but oh, it is when you look at it. Times. It is when you look at it from the point of view of this is your material. That this is what this is happening. It is. It is for your book. Let me rephrase that. There's an S on there. It is for your books. So I also... That is so inspiring. I'm, I'm freaking out. I, I well, love it. Well, don't... 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 Um, yeah. On, oh, gee. You, you have... Uh -huh. a, there's a female that is watching over you. So... Gosh... Do you do you oh, yeah. have an aunt? Do you have an aunt that's over on the other side? Um, no, I have a. Well, yes, I do. I do actually, Aunt Wanda. Aunt Wanda. She, okay. Oh my God! And you mentioned smelling smoke. 
Yeah. She had a freaking oxygen thing, and we would catch her smoking cigarettes. Oh. Okay, well, guess who's here? Aunt Wanda. Aunt Wanda has also oh, brought her cigarettes. Thank you, Aunt Wanda. Oh, my God. Aunt Wanda just, she oh. got such a tickle out of me. I was sent to her home. I got to tell you the story real quick. Uh, when I was an insolent, you know, teenager, but, you know, Jesus Christ, you've moved me all over the country my entire life, and Yada yada yada, you know, I'm I'm fighting every day to make friends and da da da. And um I ran away from home a lot. So suddenly when I came back home they were like, We're sending you to California to see your uh Aunt Wanda and Uncle Gunner and uh they'll straighten your ass out. I get off the plane terrified and my uncle looks at my crazy hair. I had spiked hair. It was black and white. And I, I was quite goth and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he goes, oh, Lord, look at you. We're going to take you to Hollywood. So they embraced me. They understood that my dad married a maniac. And uh, we love you and we support you. But uh, my Aunt Wanda begged me, please, when you go home, let's color your hair one color, your natural (laughs) color, you know, so that your stepmother isn't such a psycho. And uh, I said, well, okay, I (laughs) I will comply with these rules if you become a punk rocker for one day. That woman, my auntie, ran and started shredding her stockings. (laughs) She was like, let's go. And she was just hilarious. So that's got to be who it is. Well, that's her. I put crazy, wicked makeup on her. She was goth. It was awesome. Well, Aunt Wanda Wanda is with you and will continue to be with you throughout the rest of your life. So what I just want to say is from Aunt Wanda to you, first of all, happy birthday. Oh, thank you. And secondly, she loves you. And don't change. Keep, Keep the faith, girl. Keep the faith because you make her so proud. You make her so proud. And the thing that she loves about you the most is that you stick with it. You know, you don't give up. You just keep going. So what she's telling me is to tell you, girl, you got books inside of you and they have to come out. And she's very loud. I love that. She's very loud. She's very loud. (laughs) Yeah, she's. She she's a great laugher too. Her laugh, I, I would constantly try to make her laugh just to hear it. Yeah, that's well. Beautiful. You came into her life when she needed someone to come into her life, and you came in at the right time. And she she grew from you. And the thing of it is, is you helped her. Not only did she help you, or they helped you, but you helped her. This woman was lost. She was absolutely lost. And she needed to find her soul again. And what you did was you helped her find her soul. So let me just say from Aunt Wanda, she misses you, obviously, because it just kind of brings a tear 
to your eye because there's so much love there. But there's a part of her that says, because of you, I will live on. So obviously she's expecting you to put her in a book. <laughs> funny. All right, oh my God. All right. Yeah, you, you know what she's talking about. You know what she's talking about. Oh, yeah. I do. That's you do. So you funny. know exactly what she's saying. So let's just say thank you, Aunt Wanda. And, you know, that she. let me just, she still smokes, okay? She's not stopping. It's like she said, what am I going to do, die? I mean, you know, it's like, really? Yeah, I can still smoke and do whatever. This bitch was going to set the room on fire. And he's like, I don't care, you know. Yeah. And she still has the same attitude of go with it. I mean, you know. And And the other thing is, is that, oh, geez, you know, all of those people that she really wanted to meet, She's met those people, so she knows that, okay, so let me say one more thing, and then we have to go go on. The other thing is is that you have to ask her. If you want some help, you're going to have to ask because she does not want to interfere, and I, I, I recognize that, you know, because after my mom passed, I realized you've got to ask. So be sure and ask her for her help because she will help you, especially when it gets to the point of um, trying to uh, do the book thing, okay? Okay. She will help That's fantastic. You. Yeah. That's so wonderful. See, I, I well, came into yeah. this a little like, oh, why am I, you know, damaged and... <laughs> Girl, no, you're not damaged at all. You're no, not no, damaged. No, no, no. That's oh. not damaged. No. You have character. That's character. That's mm-hmm. warrior scars. Wear those proudly. Oh, thank Wear you. those proudly. Those are medals I, for I you. I joke say, about you know that what? often. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah I joke you got, about you got, like, oh, see these wrinkles, these laugh lines? I, I used to be upset about aging, and now it's like... Oh my God! There was actual smiles in my life. You know? Well, like, there, yeah. Always you know, think too, of that part. Let me say part. this too. Before we before we move on to another caller, let me say this too. There is no such thing as aging. That so don't buy don't even buy into that because what what we're saying is we're putting something negative on our process of evolution and growth, and that's not that's not what happens to us. We don't need to do that. Right. That's a crazy thing. That's a fear based thing. Yeah, and on right. top of that too. On top of that, too, there is nothing wrong with you. My goodness, you're a light being. And more importantly, every time you call, it lights up our show, it lights up our day, it lights up our hearts. And when you say my empathy is what's wrong with me, no, that's what's right with you. There's a lot of things wrong with the world, but there is nothing wrong with you. It's kind of like, you know, when people come to me as my spiritual life coach and me, and they're like, I'm just so broken, I'm so messed up. And I'm like, no, your environment was, you are not. You're a flower that bloomed from the rubble, and that's exactly what you are. It's, you are a light in a dark world, which is now becoming more light every day, and that's why you're experiencing more of these energies is because darkness is fighting very hard to get back what they're losing, and they can't stop us. They can't stop us now. So that, mm, it's, they a, it's, a, it's a dying battle. We're, we're all realizing our power, and we're moving forward, and that's the beauty of it, and I want you to realize yours too. You are a light, and that is it. Oh, you are too, and thank you. You're helping. Both of you are are always showing me, you know, the most positive way of thinking, being, and just just happiness, you know. And I I appreciate you both so much and love you. 
And thank you. Mm, thank you. And well, we love you, we love callers, you. okay? <laughs> okay. Oh, thank thank you. you so much for calling in. We love you. I love you, too. All right. So I'm going to jump on to another caller here. We've got one that's been hanging on for almost 30 minutes and then another one after that. So I want to make sure that we get both of these on air since we do end, wrap up at 430. So caller 5684, you are on the air. Do you have a question for Elizabeth? And it's spinning. Hello. Are you there? 5684? Wonderful. What's your question? Uh, Just about relationships. What? Oh, relationships. Just looking for one. Okay. Um, so well, I've been single for <laughs> years. Yeah. So I don't know yeah. if I should do like dating site stuff or what. No. No, 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 no dating sites. We we don't we don't encourage those at all. Um, and the main reason is is because it, it used to be. Uh, it, it was okay at one point in time, and now there's so many uh, different people that are just, I mean, they may be true, but it's just its just not. Um, you've been really going through some, some strenuous changes here. I've got a lot of stress here around me, so I know that you're busy. I know that you have a lot of things going on. I know that you're doing, oh, you've just got a lot going on around you. The relationship aspect seems like it's been put on hold. What have you been doing with with the last seven years? Just working and taking care of my two teenagers. Oh well, that's enough to keep you busy right there. Yeah. Okay. Um, that that's really that that mm, yeah the teenagers that really that's a full time job that doesn't give you an awful lot of time to take care of mom. It doesn't give you a lot of time for me. It doesn't give you that me time, that me time that you really, really are looking for. Um, 2019 is going to be one of those years that you do have the opportunity to have a relationship come into your life, but there's got to be some changes. So you're going to have to start designating your free time. Do you do that, by the way? Do you designate free time? Do you have girls night out? Do you, are you capable of being able to get out to have those kinds of associations? I can. I mean, my kids are 19 and 15. I just, I choose to be a loner, and I don't, I haven't had a girls night in like years, like over five years. Okay. Well, that could be one of the reasons why there's not a relationship. So what we're, <laughs> you know, we we are kind of we're kind of limited on who comes to the door. So I do understand what you're talking about. You seem to be you seem to be a very empathetic individual. So it seems to me like you're getting you get a lot of information from a lot of different ways. There's a lot of stress though that comes with that. Uh, you're a very gifted individual. Uh, your kids mean a lot to you, too, so we can't say any, there's nothing wrong with that. You, you're doing what you need to do. However, that time is coming for you to have a relationship with an adult, not just children. You're, you're wanting to have more than what you have right now. And 2019, for many people, especially the people that are calling in to the, to the show, are really getting to that point where they're going to be able to have those relationships, have those people come into their lives. Um, this just feels like it was traumatic to me. 
of being a, a, a parent like this. It just I just feel like I've got so much responsibility. I owe them so much. I need to do this and I need to do that. And, you know, there has to come that point where you do say to you, to yourself and to the kids, you know, it's okay for me to have a relationship. It's okay for me to to go out. But uh, the idea that you're a loner limits everything. And it, it just limits everything. But I think what's going to happen for you, or what it sure feels like is happening now, is that that need to experience, um, God, like a real relationship, an honest-to-goodness relationship, somebody that is honest and true and doesn't jack around and doesn't, you know, has morals and those kinds of things, somebody that you would be proud to introduce your children to or have your children associate with, that's what it feels like is coming for you. But that's not going to happen until 2019. So you have the opportunity starting now, September, to get yourself ready and prepared with the idea that 2019 is your year. 2019 is the year you get out. 2019 is the year that you start having girls night out. 2019 means, yes, you're going to be available to the idea. Let's just put it that way. Just be available to the idea that you're going to have a relationship. It's out there for you, but you've really... you. You've changed your dynamics really quickly. Your children immediately came first. Okay, I've got to have a good job. I've got to support my kids. My kids come first. I have to do for my kids. It's my kids come first. I love that idea, and I think that's that's wonderful. But somewhere in there, there has to be, and so do you. Yeah. And, um. girl... We got to get you out. We got to we got to get you out of, and it's not just to the oh kid activity. <laughs> yeah, I just can't you know? even imagine it. Yeah. So basically, yeah. I go out and I meet someone in person. That can happen. I yeah. Like nobody does that these days, but I guess. I mean. But they do. They really do. <laughs> I know it's a shock, and they really do. I mean, it happens. I know. It's like, wow, people actually meet outside. I know. Like, oh. I actually went outside yesterday. It's the first time I've been outside in, like, say, two or three days. It was like, oh, my God. There's a, there's a sun. There's shining. Oh, my God. It just, what an amazing concept. It was like, I almost feel like I've been in this game. Oh, so. But 2019 energy, and let me re- let me go back to something I want to be very specific about. We want you to be sure that you're protected from from negativity. Obviously, this is this is important. But we we know that what's happening in your heart, what you've been doing for the last seven years, is trying to heal a broken heart because that's what's there. We put sometimes all of our energy into our children because we know we'll make them better. It'll make this better because we're making them better because they know I love them. And it's wonderful and it, it's very healing. But then there comes that point in time where you have to go, gosh, what about me? And it's really okay. And it's not being selfish. It's not being greedy. If you can't make yourself happy, then 
the kids are going to miss out on the best possible mom that could possibly be because they see her in joy. They see her in love. They see her as this wonderful, um, this magical woman who just, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, let's go there. Let's. That's That would be denying the kids something that I really hope you don't because you have too much love inside that it, ha- it hasn't even been tapped yet. It hasn't even been touched. You may think it's been, but it hasn't. And it's coming for you. It's coming for you. So let's start now. You know, let's just get comfortable with the idea that in 2019, you're going to call us and you're actually going to be outside. You're going to be somewhere. <laughs> you're going to be calling us from, from some bar going, okay, guys, I'm at this bar. And we're going to encourage you and we'll approve. Yes or no. No, don't get, no, that's not good. Yeah, oh, that, that might be a good one. I'm just joking. I'm not serious. Anyway, <laughs> that time's going to come for you, Okay. I want you okay. to know that time is coming for you, and don't don't worry about it. Don't stress over it, which I don't think you would, but mm-hmm. it's time for you. It is time for you. And the kids will be fine. The kids are going to be great. The kids will be wonderful. And so They'll be you. fine, but I just don't want to waste my time on a date where I could have just been at home with my kids. For somebody who it doesn't work out with. Well, that's going to happen. Yeah. I mean, it's the truth. We're not going to lie to you. It's going to happen. It is going to happen. However, what we're getting from, let's say, from a metaphysical aspect is that your your conditions, the situations are more in tune with you for 2019. So if you've got energy that's going to help you out, then let's take advantage of it. This was not the year. Okay. And can I ask Seriously. you one last question? Is this, is this horrible? I This sounds horrible, and hopefully people who are listening don't judge me, but I only want a guy who's <laughs> financially stable. Well, why not? Don't we all? Yeah, I mean, that's all I want. Yeah. I know that's well, bigger, but... You're you're you ask that's what you want. You're being truthful, and if that's really what you want, that's what you're going to get. However, remember, when you ask for something like that, and you're not very specific about how they're going to treat you, you could wind up with a real asshole with a lot of money. Yeah, true. You've got to be specific. You can't just say, "Oh, gee, yeah, that's what I want," because the universe will go, "Okay, here you go." And it could be somebody who's mentally <laughs> abusive. It could be somebody who's physically abusive. It could be somebody who has STDs. It, I mean, really, girl, you've got to be specific. So what you're looking for is someone who happens to have a very sound financial plan, someone who is, is solid with that, but also loves you, loves the kids, likes to travel, likes to do things, thinks you're absolutely fantastic, you just get chills every time you see him because you're just so in love, why don't you add that too? Yeah, definitely. Well, because kind of if you don't, <laughs> you, you'll want, well, and you're getting a taste of it with the ones that you're having a date with. And you go, oh, my God, I could have been home with the kids. Uh-huh. Well, you got to raise, you got to raise the banner. You got to raise your, you've got to raise that bar. 
and you've got to raise your your level of what it is that you're choosing. And let me jump in and say this too, because I want to speak to the idea of of not wanting to go out on a date because it could waste your time. Yes, absolutely, it can be seen that way, but I want to remind you very gently that the dating process is not just there for us to shop around. There is actually an opportunity to take from every single chance you get to spend time with another individual and say to yourself and to the universe, okay, no, this isn't what I want. And and more importantly, what you're doing is you're aligning yourself and your energy with what you do want. So, in other words, you have an opportunity to take your inner child or your light child, however you want to see that little girl inside of you, out and say to her, okay, this is what we deserve, this is what we've always wanted, and now that we're an adult, this is what we're going to do. We are going to make sure that our needs are met and that we don't have to deal with any toxic individuals because we don't have time for that. Um, We've grown enough to realize what we want, and so we're going to go out and we're going to set these boundaries. And every time you're sitting across from another individual, in reality you're sitting in front of a mirror. And so every time there's something that irritates you about someone, if this isn't resonating on the, oh, my God, love at first sight, twin flame, soulmate kind of thing, then you can at least take the opportunity to look in the mirror and go, okay, what did irritate me about that person and how does that reflect on me and what is it about me that that triggered and how can I heal that and grow that? And thank you, person, that this isn't going to work with for bringing that to my attention because every single person the universe puts in front of you is meant to be on that path. It doesn't, just because it doesn't work and it doesn't go anywhere doesn't mean that it was wasted time. If you choose to see it that way, then that's all it will be. But if you can see the opportunity that it can bring to you and that the universe is putting something in front of you to prepare you for the one so that you're doing the work that you need to do, that the universe is aware you still need to do in order to be ready for the one. So all of these, they're not necessarily practice runs. They're more or less mirrors and just healing opportunities that are coming through and you're like, no, this isn't right. No, I don't feel this one. However, you have brought a lesson to my attention or you have brought some healing to my attention and I'm going to take that and I'm going to move forward with that and now I'm going to prepare myself for the person that I have asked for and for the person that the universe is sending to me that is the one. Yeah, that is great. Yeah, yeah. Everything's an opportunity. It just depends on how you look at it. Yeah. And we want you to be positive. Attract the positive. Don't track the assholes. Yeah. No more. Yeah, Yeah, please don't. No more laundry. No more laundry. That is our mem for the day. No more laundry. Yeah. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys, so much. You're welcome. Absolutely. Thank you so much for calling. Yeah, no okay, so I'm going to jump to our last caller here that we have online with us. It's 2475. Caller, you're on the air. Do you have a question for Elizabeth? Hello, Tasha. Well, hello, Daniel. Elizabeth, I don't know if you remember Daniel. He's Daniel, yes. <laughs> yes. I remember that voice. And, and happy birthday again to you. Oh, well, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Um, let's see. Yeah, I would think my question would be, 
that every time I, I seem to have, I go through this big creative process, and then, like, right when I'm about to release this, let's say, this album or whatnot, um, something kind of really, like, intense happens in my life. Like, either it's like a, a you know, a relationship, like, exploding into um, nuclear waste or... Um, or also, like, like I'm about to release this meditation album, and um, and uh, and my computer crashed on me, and so, and it's like I'm trying to be able to put it out there, and and you know do all the the work that needs to go along with after the creative process, but I'm like stuck, like I get leveled each time, and I'm like, it's it's darn frustrating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, one of the things that, wow, okay, one of the things that I always look for when those issues happen, um, and it's happening to quite a few people because success is knocking on so many people's doors right now. Uh, So many people are getting ready to put things out into the public. There are so many people who are preparing their songs, their records, their books, their um, energy work. And one of the things that I'm discovering in a lot of people, it's not from a psychic perspective, but it is from an unconscious perspective. And one of the things is, it's great and wonderful to have all of your work done, but if your unconscious is not incongruent with the actual fact of being successful, you will have these major crashes. There will be things that are so major show up in your life that it will distract you enough to get you off track. So one of the things that I would ask you, David, is to make sure to go on to the unconscious because you know how to do this. You're, you're too evolved not to know how to, to, how to do all this. And make sure that you are in alignment with success, to make sure that you are actually in alignment with prosperity, to make sure that you are in alignment with all of the above. And once that is accomplished and you're really comfortable with that and you can say yes, then you really should not have obstacles that will cause major um, toxic waste and explosions and disasters and uh, removals. And it's all abandonment stuff. It's stuff that's like abandonment issues. It's like people leave or things crash and there's a lot of chaos. So you want to make sure that inside that you get calm and you get centered. And when you're doing your songs and you're playing your songs, Ask yourself that question, am I in alignment with this? Is my soul in alignment with this? Am I ready for this? And if it comes back, no, then you need to ask, what can I do to get in alignment? What show me, you know, lead me to the people that can help me get alignment so that I can be prepared for this because you have all this stuff that's got to come out. All of this stuff is going to be healing all these other people that they need to listen to. So 
Raise the vibrations of the people that are around you. Raise the vibrations of the people that are going to help produce all of this. Raise the vibrations of your computer. Raise the vibrations of your space, uh, your daughter especially. Uh, there's a lot of positive energy coming from this individual. It just, she is just, oh my God, it's just all of a sudden it's just everywhere. There's this energy here. So utilize these these energies that are around you to make this happen because it's there and it's going to happen. It it cannot not happen, but your timing Daniel, is a little... Go ahead. Sorry. I was going to jump in and say something I'm picking up on, and it's in line with what you're saying. First of all, I want to point out you called him David again. So obviously, David. He's David. He's David always going to be David. I know his name's <laughs> Daniel, but he is David. I swear to you, the man's name is David. It will always be. I knew him as David. We go way back. We go way back. I know, obviously. Obviously, you do. You're on a whole different name. We basis. do. Yes. Anyway, I, all, I wanted to say. It's all right, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you for that. <sighs> See, that's what I wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to say that this is this is in alignment with what you were saying, Elizabeth. First of all, um, I have two questions for you, Daniel. Did you or David, whatever, did you ever cut cords with vows of poverty that you've made in past lives? Oh. Well, um, I was in this uh, shamanic pathway for a while, and and he really resonated with me at that time where he was talking about you don't need to starve as an artist. That that's bullshit. That's yeah. You know, that's this uh, ideal of it's not real content unless you're suffering. Right. And you know, I thought about that for a long time, and you know, I felt like I did a pretty good job at it but at the same time um obviously i i feel like i haven't cut it enough you know, i need to take yeah, like I, a, i'm picking up on uh past life too not just this lifetime but in past life it doesn't surprise me because your energy is so compassionate jesus energy so i've always energy, been a very failure? angelic no, yeah. no, more that you have always been so compassionate and giving to the point that at some point in a past life, you took a vow of poverty because you probably had a great amount of money and you took a vow of poverty because at that time it was the way to best serve others, but it no longer resonates. It is not the way to best serve people now. And it's very, in, it's very necessary for you to say that, to cut cords with that past life vow of poverty that you took, and to say that this is no longer the best way for me to serve people. In fact, if I'm in poverty now, I can't serve people the way that you want me to, the way that I'm intended to in this lifetime. That's what I'm hearing, and I don't know Elizabeth can confirm that, but that is what I'm hearing, oh. that that's something that needs to be done. Well, seriously, I, I mean, maybe seriously. Go I'll drive some Ferraris. Well, that wouldn't uh, hurt. Yes. It it would it would yes, it, it would absolutely. actually give you yes, the feeling is. of of that is it like would. wealth. If that you know, yeah, people do yeah. that all the time. Yeah, and I, absolutely, I'm high fiving Elizabeth on this because honestly, Daniel, it is something that you need to get comfortable with. And alignment means yeah. yes, go test drive a Ferrari. And this is how yeah. this is what wealth smells like. This is what it feels like. Yes. This is what it looks like. 
not because we're trying to get greedy. That's not it. It's that you deserve the energy exchange and you deserve abundance. Everybody on this planet deserves abundance, and there's plenty of it. There's no lack. There's plenty of abundance for everyone, and you deserve to have it as well. And just because you're a musician doesn't mean that you shouldn't. Our beloved prince obviously had plenty of abundance, and he wasn't a, a horrible creature as a result of it. It's not money that makes people horrible. It's, it's not that at all. So it doesn't have to be a dark thing, and we don't have to look at it that yeah. way. And I think that that's darkness that holds a lot of people down by encouraging us to sit if we have money that makes us bad. No, that isn't it at all. What you're going to do with the abundance that comes into you is heal the world, and that's beautiful. So you absolutely need to test drive a Ferrari. I 100% agree with Elizabeth on that. And I think part of the reason that your computer crashed is part of the reason that she's talking about. One, yes, you have these obstacles, as, as she mentioned, but also any energy that is in a lower vibration is not going to resonate with you anymore. And if this computer has been with you for a while, if it has anything on it that is a lower vibration, we have to be so protective of our energies. So you literally have to get rid of old vibration stuff, old energy stuff, you know, 3D stuff. You've got to get rid of it out of your house. And with regard to people that are going to be in your life, you need to make sure that their energy is rising. And of course, yes, they have free will, but if they're with you, it's like, if you're going to be with me, you got to raise your vibration. we got to move up to a 5D vibration, a higher vibration. And I think part of the reason the computer crashed, what I'm picking up on, is because it needed to. I know that may sound like, oh, great, but I need it. Yes, ask for another one. Ask for another one. And the okay. money that you need to get one will come in because, honestly, it needs to be new, fresh, new, higher vibration so that you can start Start fresh, and this this is clearing all this old energy to align you with the new energy that's coming in. I agree. Yeah. And maybe it goes back to David. Maybe you need to talk to David. Maybe David's the one who took the vow of poverty. Maybe David's the go. one who keeps showing up, and that's why we keep that David just is, he just shows up to me. And maybe that's it. I mean, it could be that. We and we do, and we we've had multiple lifetimes, and so have you. And the idea that I would have made the poverty myself kind of surprised me when I was going through Huna, but I did. It was like that's that was my vow. I had to do that. Um, it it was what I believed at the time that would make the world better at that time. And now we're all being faced with opportunities. We're all being faced with. Um, prosperity that is beyond almost our imagination that we can we can do this and you know my grandfather was notorious for saying I have to work hard for a living and my thought was I don't think so I don't think so so I I resonated with that I don't have to work hard for a living but I do work but I like what I do I like my work but my work's okay but my alignment with success, I'm still working on today. And it's, it's an issue with me. It is still an issue. What, what's going to change in me? What will I have to do to make this happen? Will I have to be a different person? What, what's, going to be, what's going to be expected of me? So we do have those that we do bring back, and we do know it because it's in our DNA. And, yes, we now find out they are proving what we know. It is in our DNA, and we do bring history from our ancestors and our past lives forward. We do that. So as powerful as you are, 
and as unique as you are. This idea that you're asking this is absolutely fantastic. Thank you for sharing this with us. I mean, this is sacred. So you expressing this and our listeners getting a chance to listen to someone who is as evolved as this, go, look, there's an issue here. What do we do? This is fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. And I cannot thank you enough for sharing this with us. And the listeners, too. Well, you're welcome. I'm flattered. Thank you for the kind words. I'm just wanting to, like you said, I'm wanting to give as much as I can to the world, and it feels like I have this golden egg often for the last, well, 20 years. And uh, yeah. I'm trying, I'm just trying to give it away, and people don't, maybe they, just, they don't see, they've got color, you know, they have their own um, colored shades on. They can't tell that it's a golden egg. And uh just felt like I've had the hardest time just getting it out of my hands into other people's hands. And mm-hmm. um, it's been frustrating. So I'll do some of that work you're talking about. Pray about that. And, you know, you can always talk to, to us. You know, we can always help. You know, we, can, we, we can do this on a distance as, as well. So that can be done as well. So we're available if that, I would like for you to, if this is okay with Tasha, I would like for you to try this on your own because once you try it on your own, it gives you that feel, you know, it's self-empowerment, it's accomplishment, look what we've done. Yes, this, this is great. This works. However, let me also offer this. If you get to the point where I'm still having crashes, I'm still having this, talk, you know, just get in touch with us and we'll work with you. Because you, you've got stuff that is so important that has to come out that I would Absolutely. do it for free for you just to get it out there. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Yeah, I was. Um, I had a reading about a month ago, and someone told me that um, I was like a high, a high priest in the time of um, Thoth in Egypt, and I was trying to bring the one God scenario away from the polytheism vibe of the times and they didn't like it you know so I had I made a, a bitter end and then I was trying to do that in like a pagan area of like Druidia you know and they didn't like it so I made a bitter end like I was like I've I've in it was an interesting correlation of all these lives where I felt like I've really wanted to bring the truth of the one to people and um you know it's been killed you know, yeah. shut yeah. in so many ways and throughout my different lifetimes that the life I chose after that was to be like this dark, you know, Mayan sacrificial kind of voodoo person, you know, so I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to be in the dark and, and, and work there for a moment. And, um, and so I don't want to be in the dark anymore. I want that I'm bringing forth to to connect with people, and I guess I'm just tired. I'm tired of being killed, shut down, um, sabotage, self sabotage. It needs a change. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. That is awesome. So you're coming into your power. That's literally what's happening. Is you're coming into your power. And it it has been a struggle because you have had a lot of shutdowns. And sometimes that's what we have to remember. We could be in alignment in this lifetime and say, wow, I know I'm in alignment because that's what I've been working on. 
So we're talking about, okay, how many times did you shut it down before you got to this point? And if it's like five, six, seven, who knows? How many times have you been here? It could have been a shutdown from the beginning of time. If that's the case, then what you're trying to do is to change that so that it goes all the way back and it affects every lifetime that you shut down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it can work for you. You're you're too powerful for this not to work. But I understand exactly what you're saying. That it, the word had to get out. What are we going to do? Okay, you're not ready for it. Then I'm gone. I'm doing something else. And we we know that feeling in this lifetime. We know that what's happening is that the energy is changing. We know that. And we're having a lot of people go, that's just that's BS, that's bullshit, um, this is not real, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of people that are going, you know what, I can't make it. I'm sorry, I can't do it. I'm done. I have to go. And some people are making the transition to the other side because they can work better from, from there. But then you're having the people that are here that's going, I'm just, I just can't do it. I cannot go with you. And so... We certainly don't want to get to the point where you cannot go forward so that the other people who are working to get to your level, I mean, just to your level, that's what we're trying to make sure that that is accomplished so that people can raise their vibrations because of your music. It's that important. And the room goes quiet. (laughs) Silence falls. Silence hall. And well, so it is. Well, thank you for that. Well, it's true. I mean, it, it is. It is really true. And I think Tasha and I have known this since, oh gosh, I mean, we've known it. Well, I've known it since the moment I met you. It was just very obvious to me. There was something uh, very, very important that needed to come from you. And it I, it happens very infrequently, but when it does, I cannot say it enough. There's stuff that has to come from you. It's just that you're the only one that can get it out there because it's yours, and it's you've tapped into that that special place that has no words, has feelings, has vibrations, and what you do is you bring it down, and then you send it to the rest. It's that important. Uh-huh. Okay. So, yes, Otho. Uh-huh. So there's there's things so, yeah. to do. There's things to do, but you're going to get a handle on it, and it's going to work itself out. Yes, I will, and it will. Thank you very much. much. So, you're welcome. So start with you know again, Daniel. Start with that the the cutting. Cut the cord. Oh, I know you know how to do this, but there is a there is a link now on the Facebook page for Girl Power Hour. Uh, and for anybody listening, facebook.com backslash girl power half hour. There is a link on there now for the uh, cord cutting, energetic cord cutting with Archangel Michael. You can cut the cord with that vow of poverty that way as well. And then, of course, speak to the universe that this just no longer is going to serve. It no longer resonates. It doesn't serve um, my purpose. It's not going to help um, with my soul purpose in this lifetime. And so I need to release that. I'm no longer in a vow of poverty. Because when we, make, when we take any vow at any point in any lifetime, it sticks. And it never, it never unsticks until you cut cords with it, until you go back and cut it. And so it's important for you to do that. And so I would start there. And then 
remember, too, that uh, a lot of these challenges as well, these obstacles that are coming up, like I said, some of them are because some of the things that are happening need to be removed. Uh, some of the people that work, you need to really evaluate the energies of the people you're around, the energies of the places you go, the energies of people that are involved in projects, and make sure that you are only allowing high vibration and Christ consciousness in. If it isn't of that, you've got to remove it. And the reason is because you are being trusted with something so special, something that is of such a high light, and, and high frequency, high vibration, that darkness can't get a hold of it simply because you've allowed it in. And I'm not saying you're the kind of person that would have just, you know, willy-nilly allowed darkness in, but because you're so loving and compassionate and kind, you are drawing in all sorts of energies because, you know, you're a healer whether you try to be or not. So people of all sorts will come to you for that. And that's beautiful, but at the same time, your energy needs to be very protected because you basically are holding, and I'm not saying this in literal terms. We all know what I'm about to say means something completely different. It's like if you were holding the Holy Grail. You have to be protected, and you can't just let anybody in on that. You really have to know that what you've been given, you've been trusted with. And so it's important because they're not going to let you do anything with it until the energy is clear. They're mm-hmm. going to be like, no, we're not letting that out because this mm-hmm. energy over here is going to get a hold of it, and then it's in the wrong hands. So you really have to clear the energy as well. Yeah, I had an ayahuasca ceremony about three weeks ago, and um, I prayed about a, a really emotionally abusive person in my life who likes to scream at me very often. And uh, one of those people that, you know, you just – can't walk away from in your life they're in your life because they're connected to you through blood and family and whatnot um mm-hmm. they're just there and i just saw myself for the first time standing in front of in front of her and she was just smoke was coming out of her mouth her face was red as she and screaming and i couldn't hear any of her words but it was just smoke and i was surrounded in this sphere and all the smoke was hitting the sphere and just going around the sphere and it was like for the first time, it wasn't penetrating the sphere at all. It was, it was protected in this light sphere. And it was for the first time um, I'd, I'd seen, like, the, my love for her, actually. And I just felt, I didn't feel pity for her. I just felt, why would you, um, the one phrase that came to my mind is, why would you want to make yourself this angry? You know, just talking to her. And, um and after that, every single interaction I've had with her, uh, she hasn't pushed or anything like that. Um, hasn't tried to set fires, and it's been really interesting. So I brought oh. that, that sphere back from that ceremony, and it's been holding strong. So That's awesome. wonderful. It is. Mm-hmm. And keep so, that yeah, up. You know what that, you're doing. That, that helps. Yeah, you know yeah. what you're doing. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, y'all are lovely ladies. Thank you for your help. So, you're welcome. Words. We love Absolutely. you. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Call anytime. Okay, I will. You have All a wonderful right, day. Bye, Daniel. You too. Okay, so, wow. So 
you know, obviously, again, we have these amazing callers, and I, I just want to say to Daniel again and, and to anybody that was listening in on that, it is so vital, um, and I'm saying this for the three minutes that we have left, um, it is so vital to protect our energy right now. And, and those of us here, you know, we're, we're light workers. We, we are light uh, beings. We're on this planet. We have been, if, you're in, if you've been awakened, you've been awakened for a reason because not everyone around you is in that just yet. Yes, people are waking up. People have been waking up for a long time. And so it's like a, your soul has signed up to be a part of the forefront of it. So you're kind of uh, in the trenches, you know. And as such, yes, in 5D there's no duality. So it's just, you know, all light and love. But we don't just work in 5D because in 5D we don't need to. But those of us that are trying to be lights for the people still in 3D, we are always still surrounded by the people who are just waking or who haven't woken up yet, but they kind of see something. They see a little spark. And as such, our energy always has to be protected because we're drawing that in and we, we're doing it from a space of love. Um, and there are those that we have to let go because they're making a choice. And then there are those that are coming to us because they want the help. That's beautiful. But our energy has to be protected while we do that. Just like if you were um, Archangel Michael, if you look at Archangel Michael, he's not there naked with his wings and his sword. He's got armor on. Same with us. We have to have armor. We have to have our armor on when we're doing this work. Yes. Okay. So I've been on my <laughs> protect, protect, protect soapbox today. Have I said it enough? Yes. Yes, well, okay. I don't think it could ever be enough, seriously. I really don't. I think it is something we're going to have to say every every time. It's just that important. It is that important. Agreed. Well, and I think okay. you and I both have had in recent in recent days, we've both had experiences with it, and I think that's why it's so fresh. But All right, Ugh. so I want to tell everybody, of course, thank you again for listening in. Thank you for calling in. Thank mm-hmm. you to all of our callers. So grateful for you. And obviously, tune in next Wednesday, 3 p.m. Central Standard Time for Lynette Duncan. She's with us for Astrology Hour. Elizabeth, as always, thank you for everything you bring to this show. I love you so much, and I hope you feel better. I love you, too. And have a thank you, thank rest. you. Thank you. Yes, I will. Yes. I'm going to. I feel better week, already. Everyone. Yes, the show is lights you up. Have a wonderful rest of the week, everybody, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.